Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Support for Get in the Ring is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-based tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SUPLEX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SUPLEX. We're back. Yes, we are. It's DJ E. Kooks and Beast Mike. Yes, uh, the world is starting to come back to what it should be, what it has been, and hopefully what it needs to be. Um, so naturally, why not? Why, why don't we do that? So, yeah, it's, it's getting the ring. Getting the ring, it makes its triumphant return on a yes, very rainy Friday morning. Rainy where you are in D.C. Yes. No, I'm not in D.C. I'm at home. I'm actually oh, home. back home. Yeah. I'm in Norristown, and it's not as rainy there, um, where where I am. But in um, where where are you, Flower Town? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm back home. Yeah, back home in Flower Town, the Flower Town area. I I've, I've been he's I say this because I've been work. I've been back at work uh, for the last week and a half, two weeks or so, uh, working on the MLS. Back uh, as back tournament. It's been a good tournament so far. I'll be there tomorrow uh, with a couple games. So the tournament itself has been really has been really entertaining. It's been very good soccer uh, throughout. The Union doing well. Shout out to the Union. Uh, they'll be playing tomorrow, I believe. Uh, continuing their uh, their quest to try to win the MLS Cup. So yeah, good good luck to uh, yeah the, the back MLS back tournament's been pretty solid uh, viewing. But we have a lot to talk about in wrestling. Um, and I'm excited, actually, for once, because the last show we did was the Speaking Out show. <laughs> and that yeah. was not an exciting show to do. But It was a necessary have, one. But yes. It was a necessary show to do. And and um, this show is actually pretty exciting because we got to do Extreme Rules, which was an interesting show. It was. Um, saying New Japan Sengoku Lord, we got to recap everything that happened in New Japan. We'll do like a quick like recap, like catch you up on everything. You probably listened to Keeping It Strong Style and everything. You probably already know that Evil's the world champion. 
apparently New Japan's dead. According to, according, to, according to some. Right. According to some. And then we'll, we'll probably do the Wednesday Night War, we'll watch a match, get you out of here. And Basically back to normal, back to the usual stuff. That we back did. to normal, and we'll be back to our weekly schedule. Um, but depending on Beast Mike's work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to try to keep it as uh, consistent as possible. Yes, because Beast Mike works for a media conglomerate. I do, I do. <laughs> so, so. No, and I, I do so in the nation's capital. So it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a very, uh, it's an interesting situation that I put myself in, one of which I do not regret. No, no, I, I don't regret him putting himself in that situation either. I would put myself in that situation as well. So, yeah. So, so let's go to, where do you want to start? Um, I'm, I want to start with Extreme Rules and yeah. WWE stuff. Right. Uh, because yeah, this but- is an interesting pay-per-view because this is actually... According to the, their fan polls, you heard about the, like the fan polls, like I don't the- think I did. I don't think I've heard about these fan polls. It was like it tanked. I don't think it was that bad. I honestly, I don't. I don't think, think the wrestling was bad. I thought all the finishes, except the for finishes the finishes, were were questionable in different ways. Yes, and some and some of the finishes were like really bad, mm-hmm. like the. Like the like the Oscar Sasha Banks. Yeah, that that was puzzling. And I'm like, we'll we'll run through the card. Let's just let's just, let's just run through the card here. I just run through. Okay. I just run through that card and. All right. So the pre-show was Kevin Owens beating Murphy by pit by pinfall via the stunner. A good match. It was a good match. A good way to open up the show. A good way to open things up. Um, a good deal there as it, as it got done on the pre-show. The first ma- and the second pre-show card match. Actually, no, this was the first main show card. Was uh was Cesaro and Shinsuke beating the New Day to win the tag titles. And what was a good tables match? This yeah, this was a pretty good tables match. I thought this was the best match on the show. Honestly. This was this was probably definitely the best match w- with the men. I would say because I like the women's matches too. But uh, I like the women's matches, but I grade everything on a finish and. Mm-hmm. Both women's matches got marred by finishes. They did have the and, cleanest finish, no doubt. And, and like, I like the finish finishes, so this was the best match of the night for me. This, de- this definitely did get the, uh, of, all, of all the finishers, this was the cleanest finish. Uh, no, no doubt. This was e- this was easily the cleanest finish. So it was concrete. I mean, not, not that some of the other finishes weren't concrete, but it was, uh, but it made sense the way this was done. And I like the way that Cesaro and Shinsuke and the New Day handled their pen of business in the match. I thought it was very entertaining. I like the, the double teams that both teams did. I thought it all made sense. So that, that was a good job. Uh, Bailey, I think this was some of the best work Nikki Cross has done in a while. Yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 Nikki Cross was really good in this match. Uh, Bailey retained her championship with some chicanery. And, and this is one of the, I agree with you, on, um, basically. Bailey couldn't beat Nikki Cross on her own, so then she had to get Sasha uh, using Sasha's um, finger chain, uh, uh, hand chain, effectively, to get the uh, four-finger chain, if you will, 
to get the pin, basically using it as brass knucks to uh, to hit Nikki Cross in the ribs and then catch her when they're finished, which I, I thought was, yeah, I, did, I didn't love Sasha's involvement, but I get why they did it. I understand like, it in the sense that's okay. of the, the goal the, being uh, maybe, yeah, the Oscar, goal being I'm talking more about the Sasha Oscar finish as yeah. inexcusable. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Well, we'll get to that when we get to the, the their match. Um, MVP basically beat Apollo Cruz by forfeit. Okay, this was a non, this was a non match, and I get it. They want to keep Apollo as champion and kind of build him up as a sympathetic figure. Meanwhile, MVP continues to build up his his, uh, his hurt business, which I actually, I like their crew, the, the group that they're they're forming. MVP, Lashley, and now the twenty four seven champion Sean Benjamin. I, I like I like the group that they're forming uh, with, with those with those dudes. I, they need they need a younger guy though. They they need a Cedric Alexander, I think, to really make that group hot. But I think, okay. I think they could. The, the problem group. with Bruce Pritchard running things is he won't go younger. Mm, I think that'd be a mistake. The problem. That would be a, a that would be a mistake. I, I like the crew of the building, but yeah, they need they need like a youth movement to kind of pass the torch on, if you will. I I kind of wish that they would. It would kind of help put some a younger guy over. I, I would say. And I, I hope it's Cedric, but we'll see what they do. Oscar, um, now we get to the the eye for an eye. See. And my problem with this, the match itself was fine. The finish itself was fitting. I just wish to stipulate this wasn't the stipulation. It was fucking hokey. I, I don't I don't like the sti- No one liked the stipulation. Let's face it. Nobody like. I mean, and this is the weird thing. I love this storyline. I love the Rollins Mysterio rivalry. I loved where they were going. I hate the stipulation. It was, and I no. It, it was so the stipulation itself was really really bad. The storyline, everything leading up to Rey Mysterio declaring the match itself or choosing the match, I loved it. I, I love the arc. I love how they got Dominic involved. I love how they got Rollins' crew involved. I love the, the, the attacks but and the chaos. They sh- and, but they shouldn't make an this eye have, for an This shouldn't have been like a stiff. Eye and exactly. This shouldn't have been the stiff. This, this, should, this should not have been the stipulation at all. No. This was, uh, yeah, Rollins won. Like, Rollins the right winner. And I'm like, yeah. This is like too much. Yeah, uh, I think the the puking was obviously he was trying to sell it. The, the sell the I I thought two and a half. I I thought the half star for the puke. I was like, I thought the half star for the puke. And because I the match itself was fine. The match itself was cool, but, but uh, I, I gave I gave like, I ugh. gave it a quarter for. It was a four star match, but I thought I thought I thought. I, you docked the star. You docked the star in a quarter. It sounded like I docked. Th- I docked three quarters of the star for the puke and the fake eye. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, now we'll get to probably the worst finish of the evening. Uh, no, Oscar, inexcusable. Like, the most excusable finish of the evening. Yeah, uh, Oscar versus Sasha, and this match was really good. See, and the match was really good. That's the sad part about this. This was actually a really good match. Between Oscar and Sasha. There's a way you can protect both and do mm-hmm. a the finish. Mm-hmm. Like AEW did with Cajun, Cajun, um, Moxley. But no, they did this bullshit. This, this was, not, it was, everything was really, really good up until Oscar used the mist. I like I like Bailey and Kyrie Kyrie Sane's involvement. I thought that was perfectly fine. I, outside the ring, I thought that was cool. I would have been okay with Bailey getting involved, but I would not. But not in this fashion. I didn't like this fashion at all. And Bailey taking the referee's uh, shirt and then counting one, two, three for Sasha. 
and and Sasha, and that is not recognized as a double champion, but Sasha obviously having uh, the Raw Women's Championship title in her possession. At least they're going to try to make things right on Raw. At least they're going to try to make things right and try to uh, handle it where uh, we're both women. Uh, they, they get to fight for the, for the title, and there's going to be a, a clear winner. But, yeah, this this finish left a kind of a sour taste in my mouth. Um, Which is sad because I love the match. Because I, I thought the match itself was really good. The finish got the half star, so it's three. I would say, yeah, three and a half. Yeah, it's definitely, it was definitely a four-star match. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, so, that, so it's invalid. McIntyre versus Ziggler. I like Ziggler the way he has like telling that. Yeah, but I saw a better version of this match actually last night. Um, okay. Trevor Lee, Brad Adams versus Brad Adams. You should speak this out. Okay. US and Atlantic had the exact same step. Okay. Well, one well, one dude wait, basically waited till the end and waited till the, the before the, right before the match and then named the step and then used the step. Well, no, oh. they, they 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 no, they had like a build. Okay. They built this feud up for like months. And then they named the step, and it, this was the step. Like, like the step was, I can, like the baby face can't can't get disqualified, can't get counted, get can't get counted out, and none of that. So the baby face has to wrestle a straight up match, but the heel could do everything, anything, and everything the heel wants to do. Yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah, I saw a better version of this match. Now, th- this is not the first time WWE's done this. WWE did this, oh, years ago with, uh, with Rhino and Cena. Heyman, ba- and Heyman, Paul Heyman was the GM. So Heyman basically mm-hmm. said, okay, Rhino gets to basically play it by extreme rules, and Cena's got to play it a straight-up match. And, if Heyman, and this, this led to Heyman eating soap, which, which is absolutely hilarious. Uh, where if Heyman and if Rhino lost, Heyman has to eat soap, which he did. And it was absolutely it was it was Greg Benoit came out, put Heyman in the sharpshooter, and then Cena fed him soap and, and basically absolutely roasted Heyman. It was absolutely hilarious. But right. but, this, but this match itself was actually it pretty was good, good, but it was like a little hokey. I don't think it was hokey. I thought the finish was too fast. Yeah, the finish was the finish was I thought the finish was too fast. Okay, yeah, Claymore's gonna be the way to go. But I thought the finish was way too fast. All I just kip up into a claymore, like eh. no, you know, I thought it was a little bit too I fast. I think I think Drew is the exact replacement for Roman. He kind of is. You know what? He kind of he kind of is. There. At least Ross somebody Ross. mentioned that. I forget who. That's not a bad comparison. So did and I was like, that's fucking brilliant. That's not a bad comparison. A more veteran version of Roman Reigns. That's not a bad comparison. Because he's doing like the same. The, the difference like, is like, he's, like he's, the way, he's It's the claim where it's the Superman punch. Yeah, probably. Well, although McIntyre, I think is, is in terms of pure wrestling ability, McIntyre is better. I would yeah. say in terms of like pure like he, he can actually wrestle and tech people. McIntyre is better. Can we, but, uh, can we not talk about the swamp fight? <laughs> because <laughs> I never want to mention that again. <laughs> I wasted 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> Just for <laughs> just, just for just for the feet to show up, and, and for Braun to basically be taunted by by Alexa Bliss, and the, Alexa Bliss and the sirens call. <laughs> it was oh, so that was so weird. It was so bad. It was so it bad. Was, it was so weird. It was so. I, I think I think what we I think what we've established here is that WWE 
you peaked with your cinematic stuff with the with the great with the WrestleMania two the two uh, WrestleMania cinematic stuff matches. You that's where you I peaked. Think cinematic matches peaked with Stadium Stampede. Probably true, but at least the the two that they did the WrestleMania weekend were I thought were fine and very passable, and the Boneyard match was good. So like I, I'm not even like but hey, Boneyard was I, good. I, the Bray Wyatt stuff I don't get, but and least, I completely understood the one with Cena. Like, I understood it. I understood it at least. But like this, this was too weird even for Bray. <laughs> this was too this was too odd and, and weird and, and bizarre even for Bray Wyatt standards. Oh wow. Yeah, so Bray won, but whatever. Alright, so that that was that's extreme. And he doesn't even win the fucking title. Huh? Fuck. Fuck me. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's getting it back. <clears throat> yeah, give it give it to SummerSlam. He's getting it back. Give it to SummerSlam. The sad thing is, for the second straight pay-per-view, they left AJ Styles off of it, and AJ Styles would probably had a classic on the pay-per-view. <laughs> that, that's that's the sad part. So like, so instead, AJ Styles pretty washed actually. And the and his, the, but the funny thing is, he's done probably two of the three best matches on WWE programming on the main roster programming, Raw and SmackDown this yeah. year. True. That is actually true. <laughs> let's, th- let's, let's think about that. Like the Daniel Bryan and the Riddle match was dope. So he's, he's got two of the three. He's got two of the at least I'll say three to five Raw or SmackDown matches this year. But he doesn't peak as high as he wants. Fair. I would say the luster a little bit wore off of since his, when, when he debuted, but he still put AJ still putting up good content. And probably is the, the main roster MVP. Other than I would say other than Bailey and Sasha, because Bailey and Sasha have done really good. Bailey and this Sasha, year. Are they, they, they've cool. been magnificent this year. But uh, but I, in terms of men, I would say AJ's the, the male roster MVP for for the so Raw SmackDown MVP. Because Keith Lee's been killing it in NXT, so that's 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 what's that's but different. But if they develop Keith Lee right, they they have a star in their hands. Yes, they do. But. They but do. they won't develop Keith Lee right because we know WWE. Yep, and at least I mean I think Hunter would. Vince, uh, Vince, I, Vince and Lyria with Keith. I think Hunter would do fine, but Vince, I, I I'm very Lyria. Getting less power. This is true. Vince, Vince is kind of taking back his throne a little bit. That is that is fair. Because he's getting older and yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Um, so... Don't mind that phone ringing. Basically, to, to update you, with, uh, to update you guys since I think we've last been on, what, a month ago almost? Yeah. Uh, with, with WWE stuff, kind of the, the main things you should probably know. Uh, Raw-wise, Raw the Street Profits are still the tag champions. They really haven't been on Raw too much, to tell the truth. Uh, not too lately. I mean, they beat um, Andrade and Angel Garza last week, and it was a pretty solid tag match. And they they really haven't been featured on Raw but too much. Congratulations to Angela Angela Dawkins who just had a baby, so that's probably why they haven't been on Raw but too much. Uh, let's see here. Randy Orton continuing his storyline. He beat Big Show in a non-sanctioned match uh, last week that closed the show, and he, he's continuing his thing uh, with uh, becoming the Legend Killer again, which I, I perfectly fine. I find perfectly fine. Uh, no problems there. You, you know about the hurt business. I kind of told you about that. The Apollo Cedric Ricochet. Versus uh, Lashley MVP, and now some Benjamin's in the mix now. Mustafa Ali returned on Raw, and he looked pretty good. He joined Ricochet and Alexander in beating uh, Selton, MVP, and Lashley, and what was a pretty good six-man tag. So he, he's back to what he was. 
they're kind of slow playing a Ruby uh, a Riot Squad reunion, or at the very least with uh, with Ruby and with uh, with Liv Morgan. Obviously, Sarah, Sarah Logan got pregnant. Congratulations to her and Roe uh, from the Viking Raiders. Uh, they uh, they're having a kid now. Tired, huh? I think Tara Logan retired. Yeah, she did, and she almost she had a baby. She she got pregnant with her with her husband, so they uh, they're starting a family. So that's just props to them. We know about the. I think the hottest thing going on Raw right now probably is still Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Seth beat Alistair Black. It was a good match, and they're continuing their Seth situation and his kind of rise. I don't know if he's going back towards the WWE title. I don't know what they're doing with Seth, but at least they're they're, they're kind of keeping Seth very very relevant, and very very live. Raw's very boring lately. It's just it's Raw's back. a lot of the, Raw's been a lot of the same stuff. Raw Rollins will do something. Lashley and, the, and MVP will do stuff. McIntyre will do stuff. And then Oscar, and then they'll, they'll kick on Bailey and Sasha because they have the tag titles. So that, that's kind of really that's what Raw is right now. Raw's basically those four. Raw's basically those four entities. Uh, again, it's it's Rollins and whatever he's doing. Lastly, an MVP, whatever they're doing. McIntyre, whatever he's doing, and then some combination of Oscar, Sasha, and Bailey. That's really what Raw is. That, that's what Raw's become right now. You'll throw in Bian- you'll throw in some iconics, some Bianca Belair stuff. You'll throw in Liv Morgan. And um, Ruby Riot stuff. You'll throw in some Street Profits every now and again. You throw in some Viking Raiders. And Zelina, Zelina too. My message to Vince McMahon is, how the fuck do you fuck up Shayna Baszler? <laughs> fuck you. At least Shayna's back fuck now. you. At least Shayna's back now and, and, and kind of sort of doing stuff. But I think they're going to... Honestly, what I think is going to happen is Oscar retains on Raw against Sasha, keeps the women's title, and then Shayna comes after Oscar. I honestly think that's what's going to happen. And, and they're gonna go all in with Shayna and Oscar at SummerSlam. I honestly think that's what's gonna go down. I don't think they they didn't, they didn't bring Shayna back like the way they did to have Shayna just be a secondary player. I, I think they're they're bringing back Shayna to wreck shop and and finally win the Raw Women's Championship. I hope so. I think that's what's gonna go down. I really do. And I'd be all for it. And I'd be perfectly cool with it. I'd be all for it, but like I God, I hope. <laughs> As for SmackDown. SmackDown, since we last been on, AJ's had a couple a couple really good matches. He had the classic with Daniel Bryan. He had the uh, he had the match with Matt Riddle last week. Uh, he's the Intercontinental Champion. I think he's going to do perfectly fine with the title. As I just mentioned, New Day lost the tag titles to Cesaro and Shinsuke. Shinsuke, by the way, is, is a world title away from a Grand Slam, by the way. Uh, it's, it's, wow. It's cool for the, yeah, yeah think, think about that. Amazing, that is uh, amazing, right? <laughs> That's actually funny. Amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, he's two-time two-time Intercontinental champion. He's a he's a um he's a two-time US champion, and then he's he's uh yeah he's got the tag title with Cesaro. So he's a world title away from a Grand Slam. That's amazing. <laughs> it, 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 absolutely, it, it's it's the sneakiest Grand Slam you may ever see, but it's 100 percent true. It's it's all facts. Um, the continuing Sheamus and Jeff Hardy, they've been they've been running that feud uh, continuously. Sheamus kicked Hardy in the face last week. Uh, they, they're rolling with that. They really haven't done anything with Otis and Money in the Bank, thank goodness, because nope, we don't want to see Otis with the, the, the Money in the Bank, the, the, world, the Universal hopefully, Championship at all. Hopefully it's kind of, a gimmick where it, it's a year and it expires. He doesn't, he doesn't cash it in because he's a lovable oaf and he just doesn't know what he's doing with it. So, uh, that, that would be wild. That would be so wild. That, that would yeah, be we, awesome. We've never, we never had that. Somebody burn out the year and not cash in the briefcase. That, we've never had that. That'd be, that'd be a new that'd be a new twist. That would uh, be awesome. That would be a very new twist. Okay, and the, the other um and obviously what's happening with Bray and Braun has pretty much got a universal championship. 
and their situation. Plus, Sasha and Bailey effectively carry SmackDown, not named AJ Styles. That, that's, that's really the, the main the main stories that's going on on SmackDown. And and the whole Naomi and, and Naomi started to get a whole lot of social media love uh, because uh, they want to get they want to see Naomi get more of a chance. I'm I'm all for it. But I think they got to let this I think they got to let this Sasha Bailey thing play out. I think they have to let the Sasha Bailey story play out and then go and then let Naomi get at the winner, which will probably be Sasha. I think that's how they have to let this situation happen. Like Naomi's great. Naomi's yes. Great. Yes, he is. Naomi's no has has been a fantastic competitor over her time in WWE. And her I love their runs as, as SmackDown Women's Championship. At least the one that she should have got and then the one she did get at Wrestle, after WrestleMania, I thought we were, were both fine. Uh, personally, I would like her to go to Raw, but I think I think Oscar's holding it down on Raw pretty well, so I, I could live with it. And I, just, I guess just for the more just for different competition, I guess. And I was and I, and then I told you about the Strowman thing, the Strowman and uh and the Strowman and Bray situation. So they're kind of holding it down the Universal Championship situation uh, between the two of them. As for NXT, we'll kind of cover it with the Wednesday Night Wars. But what's uh what's going on in New Japan? What's going on in New Japan? The ship's burning down, apparently. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, e- Evil is the world champion. He won the New Japan Cup, and then next night at Dominion, he beat Naito. We don't have to review the match because that match happened like 12 days ago, and I think everybody knows what happened. Mm. Um, a lot of interference. Dick Togo came out. Um, a lot of interference. Um, and Naito worked his ass off in that match. Um, I say it was like a three and a half star match, and Evil won the title. They had a road show. Hiromu's the number. They have a show this Saturday. So we'll preview that show. Also, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi are the tag champs. Mm. So, so they beat Tanahashi and Ibushi. And yeah, and that was a good match too. That was a good match. So, and then they, and then um, the New Japan Cup was pretty good. Um, Notable matches from that were Shingo versus Show. Um, that's like the really must-see match from match from Yukon Cup. The first Shingo versus Show match, and then Shingo versus Show from Dominion was very good too. Um, where Shingo got his win back. Mm. Show beat Shingo in the first match. In the first match. The guy and they ran it, and they ran it back at Shingo won. And then, and then Shingo won the Never Avoid Championship match. Okay. Retain his title. So, so yeah, that's what's going on in New Japan. Just like, so that's basically like the basics of what's going on in New Japan. Um, Okada's feuding with Yujiro. Now, I read something that Okada kind of wanted to stay out of the double title scene for a little bit. Yeah. Is, is there, there's, there's truth in that? There is some truth in that. So, so, 
um, so he's not wrestling for the double title. It's going to be a, a lot of evil and Los Ingobernables. So. Okay. As he turned his back on his old, as he turned his back on his old faction. Yeah, he joined the mm. Bullet Club. Um, and a lot of, and from what I, from what I understand, a lot of people are hating on evil joining Bullet Club, claiming that it ruined the company. People say that because they were backed into a corner with the whole um, COVID thing because Bullet Club didn't have a lot of members with a lot of them were international, a lot of them were a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the members were international. So they had to do something with Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. You know. Give them that extra jolt. Give them that extra jolt, you know. So, we'll preview this card. Um, we have a Young Lion versus Ball Club match here. Yui Yamura versus Taiji Ishimori. Ishimori tried to handle that pretty easily. Good warm-up match to open up the show. Then we have Satoshi Kojima, Raisuke Taguchi, Tomoaki Hama, and Tomoki Makabe versus Gabriel Kid, Yotsuji. Koreano and Tomohiro Ishii. Um, Gabriel, interesting to see that the Young Lions are on the chaos. Mm. And now New Japan. Because chaos is short numbers right now because some of them are international. Um, and then Cho Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto versus Bushi Sonata and Tetsuya Naito. And we have Master Wato coming back from excursion. Hiroyoshi Tanzan, Yuji Nagata, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Koto Ibushi versus Doki, Yoshinobu Kanonomaru, Minoru Suzuki, Zack Sabre Jr., and Tai Chi. And then we have the three singles matches in Nagoya. Um, Katsuchika Okada versus Yujiro. It should be better than your average Yujiro match. Mm. Um, I expect Okada to win here. I think Okada's sort of in a stagnant phase right now. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe Yujiro pulls open up that, maybe a dirty win, because with the Bull Club momentum. You know? Yeah, I could, I could, I could make some sense. Probably see some scanneries and just, uh, minor distractions from Bullet Clubs or Bullet Club members. They're trying to help out. Uh, you try to help them out. I can see that. That's, that's possible. Yeah. So we have Shingo versus El Desperado of Suzuki Goon, and this should be pretty good. And then we have El Desperado is an underrated member of the roster, and he can pull out some pretty good matches. Um. Um. He had a match with Tomohiro Ishii in the first round of the Duke Van Cup. That was pretty good. Um, and then Evil versus Hiromu Takahashi is your IWGP and Intercontinental Championship. So can Hiromu win and be a triple champion? Mm. Are they that nuts? 
Are they that willing to go all in on Hiromu? That's an interesting question. I don't think so. Because I think they went all in on Evil. I'd say probably not. They're probably, I think Evil is going to get a respectable run out of this. I, I would probably say no. But it, it's interesting. And the reason why Zack Sabre Jr. is there because he lives in Japan. Mm. So, so they got a lucky break there. So, it, so let's go to the Wednesday Night Wars. So which, which do you want to do? Do you want to go segment for segment or do you want to segment go... Segment uh, for segment. Okay. What, what opened up NXT? All right, so... NXT, pretty much since the last time we've uh, we've been on, hasn't changed but too much. Imperium still the tag champions, but we do have an uh, Io Shirai still the women's champion after winning against uh, Tegan Knox last week. She got kicked in the face by Dakota Kai to, end, to close the show. NXT this week started with a major announcement. That announcement came from Keith Lee. Keith Lee, as we know, a couple weeks ago, the Great American Bash, the second show of the Great American Bash, beat Adam Cole one-on-one to win the NXT championship to go with his North American championship. Keith Lee becoming the first double singles champion in NXT history. Keith Lee decided, you know what? Okay, I've had my opportunities. I've been able to handle business with them. I want to see other people get opportunities. So Keith was like, all right, I'm going to keep the NXT championship, obviously, but I'm going to relinquish the North American title. So Keith Lee uh, relinquishes the North American championship and the title will be held in advance until TakeOver 30. Yes, TakeOver 30, not TakeOver Boston, as, as the news dropped earlier this week, that a TakeOver, that um, they're not going to go to Boston for SummerSlam weekend. So TakeOver 30 is going to, you would think, be held in full sale. And what Regal decided to do was have a ladder match. There will be triple threat matches over the next few weeks to determine cont- the winners who will qualify for a ladder match uh, for the North American Championship, the same way that the title was uh, was first determined uh, in TakeOver New Orleans a couple years ago in that incredible ladder match. The first uh, person to be in that match, uh, I'll, I'll actually jump ahead a little bit, was uh, Bronson Reed versus Roddick Strong versus Johnny Gargano, to kind of tie up this storyline, uh, in, tri- in the first triple threat match uh, for the North American, uh, North American qualifier. A very good match. I would say a very good match. Definitely NXT's best match this week. The winner being the thick boy, Bronson Reed, after Roddy Strong got hit with the final beat by Gargano, Reed splashed from the top rope, caught them both, and then pinned Roddy to win the match. So Bronson Reed's going to take over in his first takeover appearance. Um, how, did the, how did AEW lead off? With the open challenge. So Cody sort of got a jobber entrance start. It didn't start with this firework normal entrance. It mm. started off with this just Cody in the ring, and 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 his opponent is and it, and then no 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 we're not doing it this way. Eddie Kingston comes out. I did see this promo. This promo was good. This <laughs> promo was. I, this promo was like fire, and then he came out like a house of fire in the match and and um started beating up Cody. This was a no disqualification match because okay. in promo 
in the promo, he asked Tony Khan to say, hey, I'll make a no disqualification match if Cody accepts and call Cody a bitch, essentially. And mm-hmm. Cody accepted, of course, because he doesn't want to be known he, as a bitch. He, he, he doesn't want to be called out like that, right. He doesn't want to be called out like that. And Eddie Kingston put on the perform a, a great performance here, um, selling the knee, um, and they had a great exchange using thumbtacks. Uh, this would end in the figure four leg lock. Um, partial use of thumbtacks in there, and a successful title defense for Cody. But Kingston looked freaking great. So Kingston lost no steam from this title. Oh no. Yeah, that's what oh, no. like. that, and Kingston can talk you into the building. So if I'm yeah. AEW, I sign him right away. Is it too obvious that Kingston probably joins Pride and Powerful and they become a, a dominant three man crew? Oh yeah. I think that makes too much sense. I think that makes way too much sense. Oh yeah. They they were like an impact. Uh, and then MJF <laughs> versus Griff Garrison. <laughs> MJF such a prick. <laughs> uh, and MJF, MJF is funny. MJF is MJF is, is MJF just... is like we didn't get off on the right foot. Um, MJF cut the promo on this guy. It's great. And then and Griff said, you lost in a tag match. And then MJF starts beating the crap out of this guy. And then and then he's like and then he's like he's like, make me and he's trying to make him say he's undefeated. Like, this match won a commercial break. So it's like the story of this first hour of AEW it's like promos. Great promo. Okay. Um, um, and then, and then, and then, um, I was going to watch my train of thought there. And then, so, he refuses to say, say he's undefeated at first, and then he says he's undefeated, gets an earful out of it, Gets the near fall after MJF gets a little distracted, and then MJF hits the, um, what's that jumping pile driver called? You know that jumping pile driver in the ropes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, like, it's kind of like a, a hangman's pile driver. Hangman's pile driver. I think it's a hangman's, um, pod. Like, like what does he do? Like, 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 the opponent is stuck in between the ropes, i.e. Ran, ran yeah. hangman DDT? Yeah, it's kind of a hangman's, yeah. I would think of it as a hangman's pile driver. That's what I would call it. He calls it something. Oh, oh, he's got it. Oh, he's got it anymore. Got it. Okay. All right, I can I can find that real quick. Wikipedia doesn't have the names for anything anymore. I think the AEW site might have it. But and then Britt Baker cuts a nice promo saying she'll be dominant at all out. Mox cuts a great promo. He calls his finisher the Heat Seeker. Heat Seeker. That's the yes. that's that's rope assistant pile driver. That's the Heat Seeker. Mox cuts a great promo. <laughs> this is just great promo after great promo. I'm like, 
Yup, this is what I like. I have a great wrestling show. People that could talk you into the building and wrestle people out of it. I, I see what you said. And Taz came out, cut a great promo. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, Taz, is, a, Taz, Taz is expected to cut promos. I mean, dude, dude does a good uh, show on CBS. Dude does good radio, so like, he's, he's expected to cut a good promo. Taz was, like, really good. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> no, no, Taz is a great manager. He's yes, like, he is. Oh, yeah, he absolutely is. And then I'm just doing the whole show because I'm, like, excited about this show. Yep, yep, go on, go on. Gets interrupted by Darby Allen, but Ricky Starks now aligned with Taz. Dex Darby Allen. Mm. Women's Tag Tournament for a cop, not a title. Coming to AEW. Young Bucks. Okay, so similar to the best of the world uh, thing the WWE did. Best tag team in the world thing. They, yeah. They did for Super Showdown. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, Young Bucks, Butcher, and the Blade. False count anywhere. This was just crazy shit. Um, the Bucks would win after two simultaneous dives to the end of tunnels to the tables. This was just crazy shit. <laughs> what you would expect. Lance Archer wrecked shit. Kind of what I would expect from Lance Archer at this point. Evil East versus Diamante. Um, Diamante won. And then Hangman Page versus Five. This was a quick squash. And then Brody Lee would offer Hangman Page a spot in the Dark Order. Hangman Page was Decline, of course, because why would Hangman Page join the Dark Order? And then, and then a brawl ensued. FCR would save Adam Page, and then Kenny Omega comes out a little too late. And then the main event was Jurassic Express versus Jake Hager. Big brawl ensued at the end. Um, in the home stretch, a man loses his luchador. Hit, 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 um, Luchasaurus with Floyd the Bat, and his circle had full power with the baby dent, and the, um, Luchador was revealed to be Sammy Guerrero. Mm. So, so that's how Sammy returns. Oh, yep. Okay. That's how Sammy returns to AEW. So Sammy Guevara paid his price, and Sammy's back. Okay, all right. So, all right, so that, was, that was about that was about two months. Well paced, fun, easy to watch. They talked you into the building, and then they wrestled. And then they wrestled really well once they got next you week. Ne- next week's show is like really good. Like it's like Hangman Page and Omega versus Dark Order. Okay. Cody open challenge. Mm-hmm. Right. I can I can get to I can get the matches real quick. 
All right, so while you're doing that, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the rest of NXT. All right, so after the uh, I mentioned that after Keith Lee gave up the North American Championship, they kicked off their first actual match of the night was Dexter Loomis and Killian Dane. Dexter Loomis has been getting some run lately, and he, he's looked very productive with said runs. I, I like what he's been doing. Uh, obviously, torturing Roddy Strong and company on the Undisputed Era. Uh, he beat Killian Dane. What was a good, a good match? And John Moxley and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Oh, that should be good. All right, that should be good. In any event, let's see. So, uh, so Loomis and and, uh, and Killian Dane, good match. Loomis gets it done, and what was a pretty, uh, pretty hard hitting match. Uh, ultimately, with the Yurinagi and the Kata Katami, which is pretty close to the Anaconda Vice, uh, but it was kind of Loomis's, uh, as Loomis's spin on it. So Loomis gets it done by basically knocking Killian Dane out. Dane didn't tap out; he just went to sleep. Brazango beat Ever Rise in what was effectively a squash match. They they dressed up as the, as the Mounties. Uh, against Quebecers, uh, Matt Martell and Chase Parker. Uh, Parker ate supermodel kicks uh, to get the to get pinned by Brazango. Now, continuing uh, Robert Stone brand stuff with, with Aaliyah, Shasi Blackheart, and the Tank. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Blackheart and uh, ran over Robert Stone with the Tank, and basically Robert Stone is absolutely hilarious. Like they, they think Robert Stone basically getting beaten up or, and destroyed all over the all over the mat and all over the place in NXT and full sale is, is hilarious. That's becoming the running gag. Uh so it was uh Blackheart facing Aaliyah. And what was a decent match? Blackheart would, would uh would win the match with a little bit of a this time the tank running over the good leg. And she gets it done uh both in the ring and out of the ring. And obviously hitting over the tank. And Mercedes Martinez actually would Jump, uh, Bar- uh, Shotzi Blackheart after the match, and she actually agreed to join the Robert Stone brand. So Robert Stone gets another client. I told you about the triple threat match, which was really entertaining earlier on in the show. Uh, then this the next week's triple threat is actually going to be um, Timothy Thatcher, who beat Oni Lurkin, and as they ran it back uh, with a, another pretty solid match. Thatcher kind of caught Lurkin with with a surprise pin, but both dudes basically are cut from the same cloth of tech skill and basically beating you up in many different ways. Both guys seem to relish in giving each other this kind of pain. Thatcher won the triple threat, so won the match. So it's going to be Thatcher, Finn Balor, and Loomis who are going to fight each other next week for another spot in the takeover ladder match for the North American Championship. The main event this week for NXT was Karrion Cross and Dominic Dijakovic. Now, Last week, Dijakovic fought Keith Lee for both titles. Lee retained, as as you as you know, and I obviously would have spoiled the whole Lee giving up the North American title thing. Uh, Lee retained, but afterward, Dijakovic was interviewed, and then Karrion Cross came out of nowhere to, to jump him and basically gave him a Northern Light suplex over the bar- over a barricade. Dijakovic landed on his head and was basically knocked out for the proceedings. Well, in this particular match, these two uh, these two big these two big men. Did the thing. They, they were very productive. The match wasn't great, but it was at least productive and showed how hard hitting both guys were. But ultimately, it was uh, the match changed and effectively ended when Cross dragged, uh, basically blasted him into the steel steps or the steps into Dajakovic and then dragged him back into the ring and basically pummeled him until really he didn't want to pummel him anymore. Keith Lee came out to try to. Uh, Stop the, the plane and the, and the beating because it's, it seems obvious that's going to be a carrying cross versus Keith Lee for the NXT Championship and take over 
30. We're just waiting for confirmation pretty much at this point. Uh, ultimately, it was a submission, the submission hole that he uses in the cross jacket to all but knock out uh, Dajakovic in this particular proceedings. So, so Karrion Cross continues his momentum and keeps it going. That's NXT. And really, NXT, that I kind of summed up what's going on otherwise. The main stories right now for NXT are Keith Lee, whatever Keith Lee's doing, whatever El Shirai's doing. The Slider Masters is obviously going to gain some steam and, and revolve around the North American Championship. So this is really going to be the first takeover in almost three, in about three years, where it's not really undisputed era related. That is different. That's a different, different situation for NXT. Yep. Your damn is somewhere. It screams that NXT that Undisputed Era is going to get called up. I wonder if they're going to save it for the first time they go to a live show. Well, they go to a show with, with a with a normal audience, or they're just going to do it after SummerSlam. I do wonder when they're going to call whether they're going to have Undisputed Era go to Raw or SmackDown. I wonder when when that's going to happen. I have to think it's it's going to happen soon enough. We haven't seen I haven't seen Fish and O'Reilly in a tag match in a while, or since uh, the ma- the tag match right before Imperium versus Brizango, and Cole just lost his title, and then Roddy Strong has uh, just had a match. He got pin- he ate the pin, so I I wonder when they're going to be called the Raw or SmackDown. I- it just seems like it's a matter of time. Yeah. Yep. It's just a matter of time. They go. To- Yep, it's a matter of that. Um, at least baseball is back. <laughs> Sports is back. Sports is coming back with a vengeance, I guess you could say. Where last night. games before yeah. playoffs. Yeah, exhibition games are actually happening this weekend for the NBA. Uh, act, some of them actually started. Uh, quite frankly, are they exhibition games or? Yeah, so, yeah they... exhibition. Yeah, they're going to be exhibition games, and the NBA season resumes as it should on July thirty on July thirtieth, so Thursday. Wait, how so, is the season going to work? Is it just there's going to be? All right, I'm, I'm going to explain it. There's going to be eight games for all the twenty two teams involved in the bubble in Orlando. Every team's going to play eight games apiece. Now. Their teams have already clinched a spot in the playoffs. Pretty much, uh, there's going to be squads that have already in already in the playoffs. We've we've established that. But if there's a team that is within four games after this eight game stretch is done, then there will be a tournament to determine. There'll be like a like a, a series, a mini series, to determine who's going to be who get who gets the eighth seed. But like say. The, the gap is closed between Washington and Brooklyn. I believe Brooklyn's the eighth seed in the East right now. Say the gap is closed between Washington and Brooklyn. Washington's the only other East seed that made it. Washington and Brooklyn would end up playing a series to get it, to end up playing a game or a series of games to get into the playoffs. So I, that's kind of how that works. Same goes in the West. Oh, as, as Memphis tried to hold off a bunch of other, uh, several other teams uh, to get in, to get in the playoffs here. Yeah, so like Memphis is, and it basically brought the teams back who were within four games. Like the cutoff was Phoenix. Phoenix is kind of like teetering on the fence here. But uh but that's basically where we are. In the okay. West, both LA teams, Denver, Utah, Oklahoma City, and Houston have all clinched spots. 
Dallas is relatively close. Memphis has to, has to do some work. In the East, everybody clinched the spot, but Brooklyn, Orlando actually has the eight seed. So Orlando's the eight seed, but Brooklyn's got half a team. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, half half the team got coronavirus, and, and half the guy and a couple of the guys they brought in to replace those guys got coronavirus. So uh, Brooklyn's a mess right now. But uh, this could well, be we interesting. Yeah, so Brooklyn, Brooklyn may be out. Brooklyn may be out soon. So basically, everything begins. The, the season restarts on Thursday. And they're going to go with the Jazz and Pelicans. And obviously, they want Zion on the TV. They want Zion on as much as humanly possible. And then the battle for LA between the Clippers and Lakers. Zion didn't leave like, the party. He left for a personal leave. Yeah, right. Zion has some family business he had to attend to. But, uh, but Zion, Zion didn't get coronavirus or nothing like that. Russell Westbrook is back in, in the bubble. Or in the bubble after he had coronavirus uh, last, last, he had a coronavirus battle. He admitted a couple weeks ago, but he, he's back. He's in the bubble now. It looks like he's practicing, so that he's going to be good to go. Uh, so he got quarantined, he's, he's, and then he's good. Yeah, good. he got quarantined. Yeah, he got quarantined for two weeks, and then uh, then then he should be good to go. That's after that. two, so that's two what's happening. Yes, that's pretty much it. Hockey will be back on August fir- on August first. So they'll, so be back two days, they'll, they'll be and back two days later. Games. <laughs> Which should be exciting. They'll be back two days later, but it's going to be exhibition stuff for hockey starting Monday. Uh, start, actually starting Tuesday. As it is the 24th. So it's going to be starting on the 27th. There's some exhibition games that are going to happen. Each team is going to, each team of the, uh, the 22, the 24 teams that made it in hockey, uh, each one's got a dance partner. They're going to be playing against kind of like their closest rival. They're going to play like an exhibition uh, game to kind of get themselves right uh, between the days of July 27. Because everyone reports July 26. July 27 through, I believe, I want to say July 30. They're going to play. Each, each team's going to play an exhibition game of some kind. All of which I believe will be televised in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, and I know. August, and uh, August 1st, the business begins. TV schedule up on their site. Right. For example, the Flyers, go, the Flyers and Penguins game, I believe, is the first one on. So they, they got yeah. first. And you see games like, like it's the, the, the 24th. New York team. It's on the 26th. Yeah. So, yeah, the 26th. So, Monday. Yeah. So, that, that's effectively what's going to happen here. Between the 26th and 30th, all the other teams, the NHL teams are going to be playing their exhibition games. And they'll, they'll get a day of rest. And the August 1st, NHL season resumes. So hockey's uh, run to the playoffs. Now their situation is a best three out of five for the qualifying round teams. The eight teams uh, in the East again, it's Tampa Bay, Boston, Philly, and Washington in the West. No, the Flyers have quenched that spot. Yes, I'm saying that, they, they're the four round round. I was, I was getting, I'm explaining that point right now. Uh, we got Tampa Bay, Boston, Philly, and Washington, and then you have in the West Colorado, Dallas, San Jose, not San Jose, Colorado, Dallas, Vegas. And um, Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, and, and uh, St. Louis, the Stanley Cup champions, defending champions. Those eight teams I just mentioned singled out. They will be playing round robin teams against their respective conference counterparts. Whoever wins the round robin, they'll be playing for the for the seeding. Now that matters because in the in terms of the qualifying rounds, they will be reseeded after the qualifying uh, rounds are played. No, That's like- why that matters. Yeah. So for example, say the Flyers say the Flyers win and get the top seed. They're not automatically guaranteed to play the eight seed, uh, the eight seed of Toronto. They'll get the lowest seed remaining. That's mm-hmm. what that means. So, so no, yeah, actually, so not, the round robin, not, the round robin does matter. Yeah, you can, you can end up, 
for traveling like that. You can end up being the one seed. You you can end up being the one seed and end up getting Montreal, for example. They're the lowest seed left in the East, uh, for for instance, or in the West, Chicago. Chicago beats Edmonton or Montreal beats Pittsburgh. So there's a way where it can can ultimately work. It can really work out. And because it's the NHL and the NHL playoffs and NHL playoffs in a format, it's chaos. (laughs) It's chaos. Oh, and I should also mention the qualifying round stuff, the the series in the qualifying rounds. Those series are going to have postseason overtime rules. That means five on five, game go on all night situation. Meanwhile, the round robin games between the the four top seeds in each conference, they're going to have regular season rules, meaning it's going to be three on three for five minutes and then a shootout. So, watch. So, you got to monitor that collectively. And NHL also came out with how they're going to televise the games. They're going to have like the, the visual stuff, which I think is going to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm perfectly good. I'm perfectly good with that. Yeah, is going to do something similar to that too. So I'm perfectly fine with that as yeah. well. So that's effectively how they're doing it. Baseball kind of has the digital. Uh, they kind of got the cardboard cutouts uh, in the stands. In a lot Fox of games. Fox Sports so, doing something strange. I, I love what Fox Sports is doing. They're doing the video game. Uh, kind of digital, digitalize that. They digitize that one with the video game stuff. I'm, I'm I think it's pretty. I it's think pretty it's cool. strange. It, it's odd. It's strange, but I think for this season it works. And another thing that works this year for me with baseball is the eight-team playoff in each, in each uh, league, where now it's the best eight teams, not just five, and the top three seeds get the, the division winners get to pick who they're playing, which I think is a, that's a nice advantage to have. And the, this first round is going to be where you get a three-game set all at home. So the bottom seeds don't have a home game in, in the first round, which I think is a pretty nice touch. Uh, I, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. As opening day in earnest starts today. And that's where really you look at that's that's where you look at sports. Yep, that is your look at sports. Wanna watch a match or what do you want to do? Sure, we can watch a match before we go. Um Yeah, let's watch this um Johnny Gargano Shingo match. Ah we're colliding two we're colliding two different worlds here. From Dragon Gate USA. Nice. Um, um, let me share this link. Yeah. Um, from, from April 6, 2013, DG USA. Mm. Open the ultimate gate. I now, now this is before Gargano went to Evolve, right? So, this was a gate booked promotion. Okay. Uh, so, so this was like as Evolve was starting. So, this is like Gabe's Evolve. This is like in Gabe's canon. So, he was working for Gabe. Mm, all right. So are you ready to do this? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the link up and right. I'm trying. I'm trying like real hard. Sometimes my tablet's slow. 
interesting tweet by Andrew McCutcheon just now. 417 days. 417 days since I played a major league baseball game. The longest I've ever gone since I picked up a bat at the age since the age of five. I've cried, laughed, worked, and groaned throughout the process at times. Seem endless. I've missed the game so much. Now I'm ready. Right, he tore his ACL on opening day last year. No, not not opening day. He tore his ACL um like a month into the season. At the time, the yeah. Phillies had the second best record in, in the National League. They were yeah. really ro- they were rolling. And that that's exactly the point where you can pinpoint where the Phillies season fell apart. It is uh when McCutcheon tore his ACL. And McCutcheon, and everyone's back and he's back. He's back to full strength. So I'm just waiting for the lineup the cards to be dropped. I'm sure they'll be dropped around like three o'clock this afternoon or something. Um, the, the, the hype video that Jimmy Rollins dropped on the uh, the hype video Jimmy Roll dropped was, was was dope earlier today. Jimmy Rollins dropped the yeah. hype video. Yeah, yeah, he 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 and the Phillies came together for a, for a hype video, and uh, they he dropped the hype video for the Phillies. It's it's, it's legit good. If he, uh, and okay. a, a lot of teams have dropped their own kind of hype videos to kind of get everyone right ready. Uh, and go. the two baseball games, even though the Yankees Nationals was cut short. The baseball itself wasn't too bad. It, the it was, wasn't too bad. I mean, the Giants are terrible. We expected that, but they, they, we expected the Giants to be terrible because they have nobody. They, they have no one there, and Gabe Kapler is the manager, so we expected the Giants to be trash. Oh, but, yeah, but, and Gabe Kapler. So, yeah. but, but yeah, but it's the baseball. When I saw old Uncle Gabe last night, I was like, "Yup." And hey, don't get it twisted. I'm cool with you kneeling. I, I got no beef with you kneeling whatsoever. But yeah, the base, but the baseball itself, the Giants are, are pretty bad. When I told old Uncle Gabe there, I was like, yep, I don't miss you. <laughs> and, 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 I rock, and I rock with you, Dr. Fauci, but I'm, my, my guy, that, that, that pitch last my night. Guy, was... My guy, that, that pitch was terrible. Oh, I, I rock with you, though. So, like, you, you're still cool. You rock still with cool. Fauci. We rock with Fauci here. I have I'm, my I'm, still, right I'm, still, I'm still cool with you, though. I'm still, still cool with you, Dr. Fauci, but that first pitch did not go as planned, I, 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 I got to say. Trump's going to throw a pitch out of the Yankees game, and he's going to know wear no mask. <laughs> In other words, grass is green. <laughs> that, that seems that seems all that seems pretty accurate. Oh, so, may, may his pitch go to the stands. All right, yeah, let's do this. Press play. So, this is from Dragon Gate USA. So, Gargano's pretty young here. I can imagine. You see some familiar faces on Yeah, you. was that was that Apollo Cruz that just saw? Yeah, that is Apollo Cruz. Yes. That's Apollo Cruz. Shima. Yeah, Gargano, yo, Gargano looks young. Gargano looks Yo, I've always thought this. Gargano looks like somebody I went to high school with. Uh, one, of my, one of my good friends from high school. It kind of looks like him. Uh, it looked like young Buck. Young Buck looks young, too. <laughs> These graphics look like 2013, too. Yeah, no kidding. Miles, things have changed in seven years. I should have turned up the volume. All right, this is matched by the good nice. As we as we know, uh, Gargano and Shingo become staples of their respective brands. So let's see let's see these worlds collide. See before they became yeah, they're the Bucks right there. Uh, before they became. Uh, an ultra superstar, so as we know them now. Yeah. 
So let's see. Coming to the ring first. It's Shingo. It looks like Shingo. Shingo's got the trench coat working right now. Yeah, this is before he donned the longer tights. Mm -hmm. This is when he donned the singlet. He donned the singlet until his New Japan. Mm. Yeah, it's got the traditional uh, kind of wrestling singlet you'd see in most college and universities. Yeah. Obviously, I went to the uh, the kind of the, the new home of college wrestling, Penn State, so I'm kind of used to seeing the singlets. And if you want to follow along, um, uh, Club WWWN. Oh, I don't think that term exists anymore because uh, Evolve got bought out. Oh. Mm. In, in any event, Shingo just, just came into the ring. Streamers were, were a couple streamers were thrown in. Yes, this is the open the ultimate gate. 2013. Okay. Here comes Gargano. Gargano getting some fans. You can get a free month. So you yeah. don't have to pay for it and you can gamble right away. Nice. Gargano's obviously got a title belt around his waist. I would imagine Gargano's title belt is uh, is up for grabs on this particular occasion. Yeah. Showing love to the fans. This is obviously long before his his, his very nice heel turn uh, with him and his wife Candace. And Gargano goes back up the entrance ramp, and it looks like he's going to uh, right. up and sprint to the ring. Johnny Gargano is a good babyface. Yes, he is. He's becoming a good heel, but he, he is a good babyface. Now again, Gargano, Gargano is showing is showing love for the people. Now they are in adjacent corners, Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling. Open the Freedom Gate. Open the Freedom Gate Championship. Probably because we're in America, so we represent Britain. Yeah, I would imagine that that seems like that's the case. So, so while we're doing intros, um, you made your picks for the season. Yes, I over the last three weeks or so, I previewed both the MLB and the NFL seasons. I kind of did it with uh, geographically speaking, kind of linking. And then, and then, are you going to change your hockey and hockey and basketball? I did not do yet. I probably am going to do that uh, in a lesser, in a kind of a less drawn out form uh, in the coming days. I'm, I'm going to like kind of go maybe go division by division, I suppose. Uh, with like how everyone kind of panned out, but baseball wise, I had to switch up. I had to add the playoff teams uh, before the baseball kind of switched up the playoff situation. So I'll get yeah, we I can kind of get into it while while we're, while we're doing these intros. So baseball wise, to kind of sum it up, my division National League wise, my division winners are Washington, uh, not Washington, are Atlanta. I picked St. Louis. The NL Central was the hardest division for me to pick, but I picked St. Louis. And Dodgers are going to be like three teams in the NL Central too. Uh, and, and, and the Dodgers are going to be my three uh, division winners. And then the other, the second place teams in each division I have are the Phillies, 
the Brewers and the uh, Diamondbacks. I really like what Arizona's doing. I like the Martes. And then my other two uh, playoff teams are the Nationals. And I picked the – I want to say I picked the uh, the Brewers. No, I picked the, I picked the Reds. I picked the Reds as my eight seed. So, so, again, my division winners in the NL, Atlanta, St. Louis, L.A. Dodgers, second-place teams, Philly, Milwaukee, Arizona, and then Washington, Cincinnati are my seven and eight. Obviously, Juan Soto getting coronavirus is going to hurt. American League is doing call elbow tie-up. Gargano has now arm control and now has wrist control to start it up. American League, I have as the Yankees, so it was hard not to pick Tampa Bay there. La Bamba Squad, a.k.a. Minnesota. America's Most Hated, a.k.a. Houston. And then my second-place teams, I have our Tampa Bay. I have uh, second place in the Central. I took... You know what? I actually took the White Sox second. I don't like the Indians that much this year. I took the White Sox second. And my other second-place team I have is the A's. And then my other two teams, I said, give me the Blue Jays and give me the Angels as my other two teams in the playoffs. You don't have the Indians making the playoffs. I don't have the Indians in. No, I don't have the Indians in at all. There's way way too much turmoil. Uh, they still don't know what they're doing with, with uh, Frankie Lindor. Uh, this this is just way too much going on with the Indians. I, I just don't think they're good enough to get in. Who's their manager? Is it still Francona? I think it is still Francona. I can look that up real quick. As Shingo now has control of the uh, situation at this moment in time. You still think it's Dodgers Yankees? My World Series, my Final Four, uh, to kind of get to the point here. In the NL, I have the Dodgers and the Braves. I think the Dodgers. I think the one seed will be the Dodgers. I think the two seed will be St. I think the two seed will be Atlanta, and then my three seed I think will be St. Louis. By the Dodgers, uh, the uh, Dodgers Braves NLCS. Dodgers get uh, take care of business there. Yankees and Rays are my ALCS. I think they're the two best teams in the in the, in the AL. I love Tampa Bay's depth. I just don't love their pitching enough to beat the Yankees. So I have the Yankees and Dodgers World Series, and the Dodgers finally get their championship in this era. I will do the NFL predictions um, coming up this week, uh, starting Monday. Nice. Nice. And we'll do that next week. So we'll watch this match. This is actually pretty good. That's a little risk control. It is Terry Francona. Francona is still their manager, yes. I was like, like, is Francona still in baseball? like, yeah, he's still their manager. Now we got a side hit lock uh, by Gargano. He's got Shingo, Shingo on a knee. Shingo's going to whip him off the ropes. I and still think it's oh. going to be Fox Clippers. Oh, the NBA Finals? Okay. Yeah. Clippers in uh, six. Shingo I give the Bucks two games. Shingo whips him down, whips Gargano down, and then goes to the corner. Hockey, it's hard to tell, but I'm going to go with... Hockey's going to be impossible to tell. I think the Flyers can make a good run. If Carter Hart gets hot, he's going to be impossible to stop. The thing about that Carter Hart is he was so great at home and was kind of mediocre that he was getting better on the road. That's going to be an interesting, that's going to be an interesting tell. I think that this game with, with Pittsburgh is going to be a good tell as to uh, Carter Hart adapted to oh, a, a, with non-home climate 
situations. That'll be an interesting tell. As uh, we got a head scissors by Shingo, as they're both on the ground now. I'll do the NHL and NBA stuff this weekend. And then I think the Flyers, I think Flyers and maybe Vegas. Mm, okay. Shingo with Shingo now has control of the match. Other couple of shoulder tackles. To Vegas is one of the top teams, and they're still one of the top teams. And I... Gargano chopped Shingo. It did nothing to Shingo. He did it again and got the same result. Definition of insanity is very real. And Shingo gets fucking chopped. And then Shingo wrecks him with one chop. <laughs> and the sound on that chop was fucking nasty. Oh, you got to look at the sound. Look at Grano's chest. You got you got to hear. You got to listen to the sound. You can you can tell by the the chest is already turning red on Gargano. That this one, was that, a weekend match. That one chop did the did that particular damage. This was, Shingo, Shingo now has the control of the head. New York, right? What's up? Is that was the WrestleMania weekend. That was New York, right? Um, let's see, WrestleMania, yes, yes it was. Yeah, 20, 28 was 2012, that was, that was, uh, Miami, so 2019 was, uh, yeah, East Rutherford, uh, yeah, yeah, that was New York. It was, like, the first big WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, the first, yeah, this was the first one I think people made a big deal, yeah, probably, the first one people made a really big deal out of, oh, like, doing stuff outside WWE, nice counter to Shingo, fire Miss Carey, Gargano tries to counter to a sunset flip. Oh, nope. Shingle counters. Beautiful. Dead lips up from a vertical suplex. I think people made a big deal about 2006s because... That was Chicago? That was Chicago because the Dragon Gate Six Man from... Nice Santon. That year was like legendary. Kick out after one. And then they're trying to... People tried to top that. And uh, but, but this is the this is the first year it became a yearly thing for everybody not named WWE to invade wherever WWE went for WrestleMania. Yeah. Next year's WrestleMania, hopefully everything is cool by then, uh, will be in Los Angeles at the new SoFi Stadium. I don't think it's going to be cool by then. They're going to have to move WrestleMania. They might have to. Gargano's trying to use forearms to counteract the chops of Shingo. And Shingo then probably responds with a forearm. <laughs> Shingo probably responds with a forearm. Shingo's ready. He's got clothes on ready to go. Gargano ducks. Rolls him up. Two. Kick out. Nope. Gargano. Gargano's kick attack. And a kind of ice by Shingo. I'm impressed that we are at the same time of the match. And we're and we press play at the same time. <laughs> Gargano Gargano's trying to get to the ropes, trying to get the ropes. He's got his foot on the ropes. Shingo with a clean break. Shingo just waiting for Gargano to get up because it seems like he's got a counter for every Gargano for every move Gargano tries to do. Knee to the back of the neck, and then the Gargano's front of the neck was on the ropes, but he got a clean break there. Gargano kicks him in the gut a couple of times. Shingo really not selling the kicks at all. And then probably elbows him in the foot and then chops him. Ow. Ouch. That chop sent Gargano straight to the ground from the corner. The turnbuckle was holding him up. It could not hold up from the chop. 
Gargano is in some serious pain. His chest is not looking like hamburger meat. Gargano with a kick to the side, double stomp to the back. Gargano's not trying to go to work. Hurricane Rana. And Shingo is rolling to the apron. Now to the floor. All right, Gargano. How are you going to counteract this? Nope. Oh, shit. Shingo, Shingo moves. He's like the shot spear. Shingo is quick. He got immediately he got intercepted from the slingshot spear, which was also nice. Like to be in Dragon Gate, you had to be like quick. It's quick for his size. Shingo looks like he got a good what? Gargano's like in the two oh five to two ten range. Shingo's probably in the two thirty, two forty range. Yeah. And he's able to keep speed with him. He's able he is able to keep up with Gargano speed wise. That's impressive. Shingo's also got a couple of inches of height on him, too. We should also mention that. Nice kind of takeover uh, by Gargano. Gargano now has the wrist control of one wrist, and now is now taking control of the opposite wrist and doing so in a way where Shingo really can't use his arms to escape. Nice, nicely submission hold. And then he rears back on Gargano and is now using the ropes in a very heel move by Gargano. Kind of used the ropes for a couple seconds, and then probably baseball drop kicks him into the face to get some more leverage on that submission hold he had. Now he's stomping on the hands. Gargano now has control of the match. Going for a swinging neck, going for a neck breaker. Got it. Gargano does not hook the leg. Gonna kick out two. Gargano targeting the hands again. Thinking of his next move. Gargano drives his head into the turnbuckle. Is Gargano going to go back and some chops of his own? Yes, he does. This one had more of a, very much of an effect on Gargano's hand as well as Shingo's chest. And then Shingo, Shingo's like, you want to get no chop battle with me? We, we can go all night with this. Right. Spoiler alert, Shingo probably thinks Gargano does not can go, can't go all night with this. So Gargano probably stomps him in the chest to stomp him into the corner here. Probably a wise decision on Johnny Gargano's part. Gargano, no. Even like Johnny Gargano in 2013 is like good at the small things. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he's very, very subtle and strategic as Gargano. He's, he's got a lot of that going on there. Nice elbows to the, to the neck, and then he takes he takes control of the wrist, and now he's got a nice armbar working smoothly. And now he's got both control of both arms. He's kind of got a double underhook, kind of submission hole. Now he stacks him up. It has, it has a pretty predicament, but it, it kicks out. Chingo does. Yeah, Gargano's getting very, yeah, very cerebral in the ring. He, he's very, he's very much so. Yeah, definitely always has been. He, he's always been like one of the students of the game, and, and kind of very understands the ring and understands the ring IQ uh, all over the place. So that's that's very well impressive. Wrist control, Gargano now working on the shoulder of Shingo. Obviously setting up his uh, finisher, the Gargano escape. Now Gargano working on top. Yes, Gargano's got the arm, he's got the shoulders, he's got wrist control, Shingo's got size and a counter for that. Oh, get tagged! Okay, size left by Shingo, Gargano in it, and then immediately into the Gargano escape. 
and in the center of the ring in the process. Kind of the way Shingo kind of let his guard down after that side slam. But Shingo's strength basically took care of that with a nice counter. With, with a side headlock takedown. That clothesline oh, also rather yeah. strong. And not only was the clothesline strong, the landing of Gargano's chin onto the apron also was strong. Gargano now onto the outside of the ring. Shingo joins him. And Shingo is going to Irish whip Gargano into a barricade. Gargano is now using the barricade to help himself up. Shingo probably will be coming like a locomotive from the opposite side. No, he did not. Instead, he didn't. And kind of paintbrushed him in the face a few times. That actually may be worse. Chops. Chops, hands, chops, hands, 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 lots of hands, and the chop. Shingo then breaks the count. All right, smart of him. That's the only way Shingo can win the title is to break the count and get him back into the ring eventually. Okay, now Shingo's going to come out of. Oh, I can see why he waited. <laughs> nice big boot to the dome. Nice big boot to the dome. Gargano is now in some pain. And they're both in the first row of the crowd. Oh. Shingo then drives Gargano into the into the barricade, and the barricade goes back into the apron. All of the pain going to Gargano's lower back. And Shingo's hard-hitting offense continues. Jab, chop. More jab. And more chop. Gargano is in a bad, bad way. Shingo's showing love to the people. Well, well, maybe not. He's now not showing love to the people. He's actually grabbing a chair. He grabbed a chair from a person, and now is elbowing him in the is elbows in the to the top of the head. Shingo's like clear out. Everybody clear out. Everybody clear out. Shingo's got. Shingo's trying to go trying to go to work. Shingo coming with another big boot. Nope. Ducks the clothesline. Super kick. Super kick. Into the chair. Gargano rolls into the ring, taking advantage of how close the ring was from the uh, barricade. Tope Sumasita into several chairs. Both men down. And now Gargano has control of the chair. And Shingle's now in it. Punch, chop, punch, chop, punch, chop, punch, chop. All of this with the left hand. Now, Gargano's thinking, Gargano is coming up with an idea. What idea is he going to come up with? Gargano breaks the count, obviously. Well, what is Gargano going to do? He did a tope, and it worked. Yeah. What's he going to do this time? He's going to do another one. He's going for the second one, and this time also succeeded with the same effect. Same effect, same result. This wouldn't be effective social distancing. <laughs> no, not at all. No, this was long before social distancing was a thing. Long before social distancing was a thing. Right. 
You know, they're doing like drive-in like concerts at the event clock for Yes. Now. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I saw that. They're going to be in the in the parking lots in uh in South Philly, so you can watch some concerts. And now Gargano's clearing out, clearing the way. They're telling everybody to clear out the way, so Gargano can get a running head start somewhere. And Gargano's making a move, running kick, running kick to the dome. Shingo now sitting in a chair. He took all of that kick while sitting in said chair. And Gargano's like, "No, I'm not done yet. Let me, let me get, I'm gonna get one more of this." Gargano's coming for more. A second kick to the dome. I want it just as successful as the first. Gargano wants to go one more time. This time he goes a little further back. So now he, he, he wants to get him again. Oh, that was a bad idea. Oh, no. No. <laughs> DVD under the chair into the concrete. Oh, that, that was not... Oh, Shingo was ready for the third one. Oh, the Death Valley driver into the into the chair and concrete. Ow. Yep. Shingo was ready for that one. Gargano is in some pain. Yes, he is. <laughs> I was like, yep. Gargano. It's, all, it's always the third one. It's always the third one that's either really, really good or really, really bad, depending on your point of view. Really good for one person, really bad for the other. Yep. Now now we can see where Gargano gets his pain threshold from. Because <laughs> we, we seen Gargano and NXT take some beatings. I mean, all-time beatings. You came back with a slingshot spear, at least he tried to, and got caught with a hangman's DDT. Chingo was ready. Shingo hey, he's taking ready. a beating from Shingo. Shingo <laughs> was ready. Gargano tried to sucker him in, and it did not work. Hey, when you're taking a beating from Shingo, you can take a beating from a lot of dudes. Shingo now has total control of the match, and who knows what 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 Shingo's gonna do to the neck of Gargano? Because that neck has been seriously compromised because of those two those two back to back moves. Going for it. Nope, suplex gets blocked. Gargano going for a suplex, also blocked. Oh, no! The rotation and speed of that snap suplex. But it's not brain... Was that a snap suplex or a snap brain buster? It looked like a kind of a hybrid of both. And Gargano... And the landing was high and tight on Gargano's head. The speed and rotation, that was... That might have been the fastest snap suplex I've ever seen. And in a, short, in a sliding clothesline, the two and the kick out. Gargano somehow kicks out after all of that. Yep. That might have legitimately been the fastest snap suplex I've ever seen. Like, there was no time between Shingo hooks him up and it delivers that suplex and looked like it, was, it had a, like, kind of a brain buster effect to it. Gargano kicks Shingo in the head. Shingo eats it and then promptly clotheslines him in the corner. Yeah. Suplex is blocked and Gargano suplexes into corner. Nice counter by Gargano. Like Gargano has some time to kind of shake the cobwebs off. Gargano's just a single into the crowd and he's cool. Unfortunately for him, Shingo's up. Or at least Shingo's on his knee. Gargano going into the adjacent corner. Nope, Shingo, Shingo gets out of the way. Gargano ducks. Get that inseguri roll one time. The back of the head. Going for one final beat. 
Got it. A jumping DDT he does from Raper into the ring. One, two, and a kick out. And he now calls one final beat. But it doesn't get a one final beat from Django. It does it, it doesn't get that the one final three. Both men are down. Why does the slingshot DT need a Thespian name for itself? I think because of the rivalry with Champa. I think that's I think that's why they they, they, they titled it that. Or Champa used, <laughs> used that move, the, the fairy tale ending that he does. Uh, that's I think that's where all that that's where that name came from too. His his rivalry with Gargano. Yeah, I know. Oh, nice elbow. No Nope, get ducked, get countered. Nope, roll through. Nice. I've always liked that roll through kick that Gargano does. I've always yeah. liked that kick. And then Gargano with that roll through kick. Like everything in NXT is so dense. It is. Gargano doing the signature thing he, he did with Chamba over DIY. Nope, he's going for this, what, sliced bread? No. Gargano's got neck control. Problem is, single kind of does too. Yeah, correct. Oh. He did have a cravat, but the clothesline of the back of the head kind of breaks that, and then that clothesline of the front of the head did worse. The close, that clothesline by Shingo. Shingo is one of the best oh. lariats in the game. You ain't yeah. lying. Burning hammer? Nah. Oh, don't get countered. Oh, and get kicked in the head. Shingo kind of went for a burning hammer, but got countered. Pop up. Fibers carry DVD. Back when DVDs were still a thing. And both men are down. This is actually a really good match. This actually is a very good match. <laughs> From the two men we see here, would we expect less? That answer is no. These two men have put on classics of their, their careers, no matter where they've gone, no matter who they've, with a lot of people they've tangled with. So it we probably like should have expected. Them, but... This is early. Yeah, it definitely is an early gem from both these dudes. Shingo like, going for another one of those Larrys like you were mentioning before. Early, but, but Gargano is like early, early, but... Shingo is kind of like... I think Gargano has been in the game for like 17 years, 17 or 18 years. Shingo just gave Gargano two clotheslines. Gargano ate them both. And it's kind of asking for more, but blocks the third. And Shingo came back with the other arm, and, and Gargano blocks that. Nope, get countered. Gargano's waiting for the counter. He was waiting. Gargano was absolutely waiting for the counter. He was he suckered him in cold. He suckered him in. He suckered him in hard, and the Gargano escape. The Gargano escape is in tight, and they're in the center of the ring. It is in tight. Shingo's trying to move. He's trying to maneuver himself to the ropes. He's not quite there. But his feet is close to the his feet got, and, his, and his right foot got on is not hooked onto the ropes, and the, the referee gets a break, gets a clean break. 2005. Yes, we're talking. Uh, okay, so 15 years. All right, so 15 years for Gargano. And Shingo. I always go to cage match. Gargano saying it's a wrap. Gargano's claiming that it's a wrap. But I don't know how, how, how you're going to... You, you can barely, Gargano can barely stand up. He's trying to tell Shingo get up, but Gargano himself can barely get up. Gargano ran to the opposite corner. 
This is the third time this match that Shingo... Oh, this could get a whole lot worse. This is the third time this match Shingo's caught him in a fireman's carry. Oh, oh this no. Was, this was going to be bad. Well, no, Gargano, Gargano reverses. Shingo oh, took him to the it, second row, but Gargano now has him in position for a fire. Oh, oh, this could get a whole lot worse. Gargano oh. went for a hurricane run and Shingo countered. Oh, Gargano's in no man's land. This could get very bad. And it turned very good. It turned very good for four. Gargano. Okay, so Shingo's 16 years in. It turned very good for Gargano, and all of a sudden, it's a, it's a head scissors. A hurricane runner from the second rope, and now Gargano has got a lot of momentum now. Gargano's now up. Running drop kick. In so the this is like nine years both into their career. Gargano Eight. going for that long dart, and he drills him into the second rope. Ouch. Gargano Ouch. going for the pin, hooks the leg, and a kick out. What a match this has turned into. This, this is fucking awesome. Man, I thought I thought Gargano was doomed when, when Shingo caught him in that second rope. I thought he was so doomed. I, I was so prepared for a DVD. I was so prepared for either a DVD or, or a powerbomb. I looked like either were going to happen, but it turns out neither did. But both men are down. Both men are down. Both men are now on their knees and delivering some strikes. Shingo got the last word in on that situation with a headbutt. Forearm by, by Shingo. Gargano responds in kind. Evolve had already started at this point. Both men dropping bombs with forearms. Neither man can truly stand at this moment in time. Evolve started in 2010. Mm. So USA, DG USA started in 2009. Evolve started in 2010. Gabe Gabe booked both companies. I forget. I forget. I forget like the history of this shit. Both parties are dropping bombs with forearms right now. I forget. I forget like when Evolve started because so I'm like right. I forget actually how old. Close line get counted by Shingo. Both men can barely stand. Gargano, nope. Shingo goes on the ropes. It's a Gary. Gargano, nope. Gets caught. Gets suplexed. Gargano eats the suplex. Drops back with a lowered super kick and the clothesline by Shingo. As Gargano came off the ropes. What a sequence that turned out to be. Do I know what the main event of the first Evolve show was? What was the main event of this? Davey Richards versus Kota Ibushi. Mm. Boy, have things changed. My health things have changed. Johnny Gargano was on the first of all show. Oh, nice. How about that? be to Chris Dickinson. I'll tell you. Oh, the first match on the first of all show. This is funny. Kyle O'Reilly defeated. No shit. Bobby Fish. No kidding. 
No kidding. I mean, I've seen some throwback videos of um, Strong and Cole versus Fish and O'Reilly, but no kidding. The first match of the first. Meanwhile, Shingo, remember when he had the fireman's carry on Gargano earlier on in the match and they were on the second rope? Well, Shingo's now doing this. He's trying to do it again, but this time Gargano's countering with repeated elbows. Repeated elbows, and Shingo's eating them. Oh, this is going to be bad for Gargano. This is going to be very bad! Beautiful DVD. Shingo's trying to cover him. He tried to hook a leg and couldn't. He just gets an arm over top. And he still kicks out. That is funny. That's a funny tidbit. The first evolved match of all time is Kyle O'Reilly defeating Bobby No, no kidding. And their tag partners like years later. And, and, and great tag partners. No kidding. Great tag partners. What a match this turned into, though. Shingo hit him with a DVD off the second rope, and, and Gargano still kicks out. I didn't and think now, that was real. I didn't think that was real. I thought somebody made that up, and I'm like, oh, get, get countered, Gargano, go for. Nah, oh, um, hurts donuts. That's that movie called hurts donuts. Two and a kick out, and now Gargano escape. That's the movie called hurts donuts because of his father. We ran that donut shop. And uh, Gargano escaping the center of the ring. He hits her. Gargano escape. Shingo is trying to, and he's doing so slowly this time, you can understand why. He's moving slowly to the ropes. His feet have saved him twice, and I've saved him a third time. And Gargano still has the hold. This time, not a clean, not so a clean break, but he does break it at four. So, even then, Gargano would have been disqualified at five, and that would have been, he still would have kept his title. Shingo's foot still draped on the rope. Shingo's foot still draped on. This this is both men are now in the center of the ring and are trying to collect themselves after doing. It's like holy shit, and Shingo's foot still on the fucking rope. Full Nelson by. Uh, Gargano, Shingo block. Oh, nice point elbow to the point of the elbow to the face. Ducks it in Seguri. Shingo then counters. And is he going for what, what's effectively now in Murphy's Law? Or is he just doing the submission hold in that particular situation? Oh, yeah, that's a submission hold. Yeah, he's got a submission. Oh, lifts him up. It's kind of a Murphy's Law kind of pile driver and a kick out. Kind of an inverted driver, and then the kick out. Yeah, but Gargano fucking gets out of that. that, that that's basically made in Japan. Shing, Shingo's trying to will himself. Something bomber. And he did not miss. And oh, did he not miss. Oh, he didn't miss. That should be it. And uh, somehow is not. Fucking... He did not. He got all of that clothesline, and somehow that's not it. Somehow that's not how this ends. He can't. Shingo can't believe it. Shingo can't believe that he didn't finish him. He can't believe it didn't finish him off. Shingo's going. He's got. He's, he's got him in a position. It looks like a burning hammer. 
Gargano's holding onto the ropes as he absolutely should in this situation. Instead, kicks him into the in the face, drops some burning hammer style. One, two, and a kick out. He kicks out again. The referee eats the kick to the face. But Shingo still caught him with a burning hammer and kicks out. The referee's fine, by the way. And, and now... And then he hit the made in Japan, and then he's going to go for the last of the dragon. Shingo hyping himself up. Gargano is barely able to get up. Shingo's raising that right arm. So at this point, and, and, and Shingo's like, it, it's a wrap. Nope, get up, get, get countered. Stay the switch. Gargano holding on to the ropes. And instead, Gargano Wait, elbows the ref. Fucking ref. He elbows the ref and he gave him a low blow. Okay, Gargano did oh. us a heel in him. Gargano did us a heel in him after all. Good. Good on you, Johnny. He, he got some heel in him after all. And now he's using wrestling tape. He, now he's got the wrestling tape he had around his wrist. He's, not choke, he's trying to choke Shingo out with it. But Gargano, Gargano is, you got to be aware of the ref. Watch the ref what now. What a prick. <laughs> What and, a- wow. And then Garg- and now Gargano has their Gargano escape on Shingo. This time he has it clearly. There's no wrestling tape on him. Shingo is in the middle of the ring. And I think Shingo might be going out. That's two. And that's it. What a finish. Wow. I did not see that finish coming. Shingo passed out from the Gargano escape after being effectively choked out by the tape. By the wrestling tape that was on Gargano's wrist. That was cold. I was not ready for that finish. I was not ready for that finish. He wrestled a straight-up match for 25 minutes, and I was not ready for that. I was not ready. Over uh, Longer than that, he wrestled a straight-up match for like 35 minutes. I wasn't ready. I was, no. I was not ready for that ending. I forgot wow. about that. I was like, oh, yeah. Wow, that was cold. That was, that was cold. We talked about Gargano's ring IQ earlier in the match. I didn't think he'd use it in this way, but we definitely did talk about it. That's cold. Okay, so that's how this ends. Gargano wins, Gargano retains, but that's how this ends. Wow, good finish. Good match. Great. That was a good match. That's fucking good. Gargano keeps his title. Um, cool. Which is a we didn't expect, but Gargano keeps his title. Plug, plug, plug. All right. Twitter.com slash Beast Mike's where you can find me. I will be uh, doing the Philadelphia game tomorrow. I'll be doing doubleheading tomorrow in D.C. So I'll be down in, in Washington uh, working on more stuff with, uh, when it comes to this uh, MLS tournament. Uh, naturally, I will be keeping tabs with the Phillies game. Uh, as best I can. There's, there's a game beforehand, so I'm going to keep track of that. But I'm going to keep tabs of the Phillies, of the Phillies game as well uh, as, as what's going down with the uh, Union game that's going to be on. So Twitter.com is Beast Mike's where you can find me and kind of follow what I'm doing and, and how I'm moving around and how I'm kind of doing my thing. Twitter.com slash DJDKooks. I haven't tweeted there in like a while. I should get back to that. <laughs> I've just taken a break from social media since, like, because it was like, I moved and then, you know, just just taking breaks. Mm. 
and you know, but I'm good back. You know, I'm back in the swing of thing. I feel refreshed ever since I moved. Uh-huh. Well, we can talk about that all day. So, so for Bees Mike, that's DJD Cooks, and so long, farewell, Avidas, and goodbye. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.